episode 32 of Floating Through Film. This week we'll be finishing our horror month with Panos Cosmatos and Beyond the Black Rainbow and Mandy. But before we get into that, I'll introduce my host this week. I actually remember this time. Luke. <laughs> Hello. And Danny. Hello. <laughs> okay, and so sometimes Luke says it's hard to talk about <laughs> movies or hard to review some movies and sometimes I disagree with them. This time <laughs> I definitely agree. At least with Beyond the Black Rainbow. I think Mandy has a little bit more substance to it. But Beyond the Black Rainbow, one of the first bullet points I had in my notes was this is the epitome of style over substance. And I knew that anyway coming into it. Because I loved this movie whenever I first watched it. Because the style kind of just overwhelms you. Mm-hmm. Like, the the use of the ambient sounds and, well, I was, I mean, I'm Okay, so, like, I'm a stoner. Oh, and like yeah. that obviously that obviously like helps this movie <laughs> because yeah. like uh, because like uh, the ambient sounds really draw you into like just watching all these visuals flow around and at least the first time I watched it I was high this time I wasn't uh-huh. uh, the first time I did I was and the waking life that she's kind of walking through because I because the way he films her like Elena the girl the main girl we follow that like kind of, she's like walking through a dream almost yeah and it takes a long time. And it's, it, you have to be in a certain mood, I feel like, for this movie. But there's really not a lot of substance to it. I don't know. Mm, yeah. But what do you guys think about the movie as a whole first? Yeah, I, I kind of I have to agree with you right here. Um, first time ever watching it, it just... I mean, of course, visuals are amazing. But I just, like... The whole movie, I was just... I felt nothing, you know? It, just, I felt it, nothing. it, it felt like it had nothing to say. Like, it was just made for the visuals, which... You know, I, I respect it for that. Like, I, I'm not, like, thinking it's, like... Uh, you know, like a bad thing that's being made for mainly the visuals, but it's just inherently something I didn't really enjoy that much, and had a pretty awful time with. <laughs> it's awful, awful time. See, this is, okay. Time. I have to disagree there with the last part. Okay, I agree bad, with everything else you said, basically. I, I like looking at the visuals, but everything else was just like this is like painful to watch. Painful, interesting. See, these yeah, are not okay, words. Yeah, those, those are the I words. I think you I are a little. But... You're like a lever lower than I probably am on it. But other than that, I kind of yeah. agree with what you guys have both been saying. Like style over substance i mean i don't know if he's trying i don't mind a movie that's style over substance no me me neither Uh, i actually love certain movies like that it is but uh the one difference is it seems like this movie is trying to be a substance movie right where it's like trying to tell really serious like you know it's a girl trying to you know escape a you know same theme as mandy but you know just like a cult-like figure of a male this is I feel like, well, when did A24, like, when was it created? Because, like, they watched, I feel like they watched this movie, and that's, like, what they made their brand off of, basically. It's, like, movies, it's, like, high-concept horror movies that are trying to be something, but fail at it. Okay, you know? okay like, now I see like, what you're saying. Like, that's, okay. what, I'm talking, that's what I'm talking about. Look out, because, A24 like, fans. Okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of A24 no. fans, that's true, <laughs> but I don't like A24 that much. I mean, they have some good movies, but... Yeah, didn't they make a Claire Denis movie? High Life? High Wasn't that, was uh, that a 24? I was thinking of like Moonlight for a good... Moonlight, too. Uh, Moonlight's pretty good, yeah. And Uncut Gems. But I actually see what he's saying. Like, he, you're talking about the Ari Aster. I'm talking about, like, the yeah, Ari the Asters, the horror, like, the Green Knight, like, the horror, the horror oh, side. Oh, the Green Knight. I mean, okay, but I see what you're saying, same thing. That's yeah. more the Mandy vein, but... Okay. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, keep going, sorry. No, that's that's just what I was trying to say at that point, was, like, it just feels like they watched like Panos Cosmatos was definitely not the star of this because I know at least whenever Luke whatever you sent because like, I didn't see that Luke gave like what Luke's star rating was for this at first <laughs> and then you sent that I was like holy shit that's yeah. really low <laughs> but um yeah. 
I like, actually I saw, thought Luke would appreciate it. I thought you would appreciate it. I thought, you, I I thought you would, too. No, Jacques Demi himself, the classic style over substance. But, no, <laughs> no, we're not even entertaining that. All right. Uh, my, no, two, my, my two stars were exclusively for the visuals, pretty much. Exclusively <laughs> like, for the visuals. Everything I was just like, it's, it's just... And no, I, was yeah, kidding it's about, I was kidding about Jacques Demi. He no, yes, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. You better be kidding. No, but I'm kidding more in terms of he knows what he is. Definitely, yeah. And that And this movie doesn't feel like it knows what it is. Honestly, I... And Blake made a good point, because after... Uh, and we can mention what you said too, because I actually thought you made a good point. Like, in terms of how when people use that term style over substance, yeah, like they, they film the, is a stylized medium in the yeah. first place, so you kind of have to expect that. Yeah. And they, and they see the, the a lot of people see the style, and then the, the, uh, if they don't like the movie, they, they they won't even like try to search for the substance. Yes. Basically, yes. It's, yes. it's movies like you know like House, uh, amazing Japanese horror movie that. You know, is is a lot smarter than people give it credit for. Everyone talks about how it's such like a crazy fun movie, which it is, but none of them look for how like how it's about you know trauma and uh, uh, especially in the aftermath of the nuclear bomb and how beautiful it is. Like yeah, I mm-hmm. I just see a lot of people not wanting to engage with it any further, which kind of pisses me off. I, <laughs> it's it's another like buzzword I hate. No, okay, uh, yeah, well, I times. see what you're saying there. It, it's kind of it's kind of dated my view on the term in general. But I, I do think there, it can be true, definitely, the more I think about it. it, it there's definitely cases like this one where it is true. And I don't even think, and once again, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think the only reason it doesn't work here, in my opinion, is like Blake was saying, it kind of has that A24 vibe of it's trying to be more than just a stylized uh, sci-fi movie. Yeah. You know, it's trying absolutely. to say something, you know, more serious about the world, like, uh, almost like two on your nose social message, you know, like A24 loves a lot sometimes. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, and I think that's what you're saying. Like, honestly, I don't even like the term high concept horror movie or high concept sci fi because, like, I don't even it know just, what it's, it's like trying to make it's trying to make you <laughs> oh, seem <yeah>. like <laughs> you're outside of the genre when you're yes. still in the same genre as other movies that might be considered low concept but are still way better movies than just because than your movie just just because you call it high concept doesn't make it doesn't make it good. Yes. Basically, for sure. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. Well, we haven't gotten into the movie. It's it starts with like the doctor opening up, or I think it's his name, Doctor Arborio or something. He's because it does. It starts with him just talking about kind of just like he's, he's trying to induct you into a cult, basically, mm-hmm. which is what this whole movie's. I mean, that's what the whole movie's about. It's cult. Like because uh, this. Speaking of, well, actually, no, Get Out's not a twenty four. But do you remember the uh, the video they watched when he's mm-hmm. being hypnotized? Yes, yeah, I thought that. It's yes, a very yes. similar uh, yes. kind of shots to this. That to this, uh, what you're saying here. Like, yes, I thought that. I thought that actually. That scene, I was yeah, watching yeah. that too. Um, yeah, just talk. It opens with him talking about that. Then we see the the title card beyond the black rainbow. Um, great title. No, it is a great yeah, yeah, title. Yeah, Whenever you that. figure out what the black rainbow is, it's pretty cool too. Yeah. But um. Then we get introduced to Elena the first time. We get all those pyramids and stuff. Like, I still don't know what the pyramid actually is. I think it's a conduit con- to control her psychic powers. Because I think she has yeah, psychic yeah. powers, obviously. I had no idea what was something. going on. Is it a pod or something? <laughs> what? Those, those diamond things? I don't think it's a pod. Oh, okay. I just thought it was a pyramid of some kind. Like, an energy... A type of energy. I don't know. Okay, okay. Like, the, like see, this is like... This is where the movie is is definitely being styled over substance. I mean, like, because it's it's got really cool visuals, mm-hmm. but you don't really... Like, it's not really doing anything with it, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Besides telling this cult story of, like... Like, the whole movie is about 
you we I'm just gonna skip ahead because I don't really care about <laughs> a lot of stuff that happens in this movie, honestly. Like well, we meet I mean, we, 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 we meet like yeah, the, like yeah, like okay, we meet so, Barry, we meet yeah, Barry yeah. the uh I don't even know what he is. I think he's a doctor, maybe. But like creepy guy, creepy doctor. Yeah. Oh, part very of, creepy. Part of the cult, more important. Yeah, he's yeah. part of the cult, and this is why I wanted to get to, like, why I'm just skipping to like the halfway point in the movie because that's whenever the movie okay. actually starts. <laughs> well, it does. Like the, re- the like leading up to it, you're just confused as it's to why she's here. It's yes, it's about the visuals. It's a very slow experience. Yes. you know, you're seeing reds and blacks and whites. Reds, orange, blacks, white. Yeah. Like, all the all these yeah. different colors just flashing at you. And yeah. it's got a great score the entire time it's happening. But the first actually actual scene that kind of tells you what's happening is the scene where it goes to, like, black and white. He It's, it's like whenever he's giving the doctor, whenever he's talking to the doctor and then he has the flashback. When they're going to the pit and stuff? Yes, basically, like yeah. he's in, like he emerges from that black pit yeah. and stuff oh, like that. Like it's some... basically the first time he. It, it's it's, really it's cool his induction. It's, it's his cool induction. To, yeah. Oh yes, it's the, probably the best one in the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and but it's like his induction into the cult, and that's whenever it shows Elena getting like she's born from that girl that he kills at the very end. Yeah. And then they give her something to make her a psychic. It's like they give her psychic powers or something, I guess. Yeah. Like, see, that's why, like, this movie just kind of doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, this would be a great movie if it was trying... I think he was trying to say stuff, especially in the interrogation scenes. Like, before... before Like, I, I skipped ahead. I skipped through the interrogation scenes. We can go scenes. back. Can go but yes, yeah, so we can go back. Because yeah. I think he's trying to say something with the interrogation scenes, like, about trauma... And about like losing your family and being trapped in somewhere that you don't want to be trapped in, like like a juvenile a hall, like a juvenile ward or something, you know? like mm-hmm. like an or like she's basically an orphan trapped in the system. Like well, I think like that's the, what the, it's trying the to theme say. Of, uh, or some of the same kind of topics that was talked about in Hackson. Yes. You know, like the system controlling the the women. Yeah, the crazy women, woman. Especially yeah, women, right? The yes. crazy woman. This kind of has a similar theme to it, right? Yes. Like this authority controlling a woman that doesn't understand her really or whatever. Yes. But it's just like. But it all ah, falls apart yes, whenever uh, you whenever you bring in the cult because like why it doesn't make any sense. I think it's trying to give some kind of just weight to the whole thing. I think so you know? too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because he obviously has interesting. He does. That, yes. That kind of cult. He likes the parallel between obviously the male authority authority figure over uh, and that relation to how a cult operates. Yes. You know, how everyone like a, a cult leader has authority over their subjects. Yes. I think he's trying to make that kind of correlation. But, like you're saying, it really doesn't feel like it needs that. You know, it could have just been a, a doctor in a lab. Yeah. It doesn't even need, really even need all the cult stuff in this one, at least. Yeah, I mean, the cult stuff is there just for the the visuals. Yeah, yeah. And no, I it mean, feels like that's what yeah. a lot of this movie and is. That, and a lot of Beyond the Black Rainbow is a first draft for Mandy, in my opinion. Because that's he good. does implement all these ideas way better in Mandy. Because he actually gives you a reason to care. You know, <laughs> but that's, I mean, like that's honestly, that he actually must have heard is. some of his criticism. He, he must have, yes. Yeah. Like he, like he gives you a reason to care, Mandy. But we and honestly, it's like him, like, and if he's if he was aware of it, because I don't know, I really I don't know too much about him. But if he was aware of that, just ma- naming your next title like the reason for the whole movie, like, it kind of makes sense. It does right? make like, sense because she is the heart of the movie. She is, yeah. Um, and I guess we'll get to yeah, that. yeah, we'll definitely get to that later. Um. But yeah, we can continue on. So like after that, like um, the scene of him like to, being inducted into the cult, that's whenever like the movie. I don't want to say the movie starts because you've been like you've been like in this waking dream with her this entire time basically. But like after that happens is whenever he goes back home 
he takes off his appliances, which I was like, what even is this guy? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. like that's whatever he gets, like, super fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah, because you're yeah. like, I don't even know what this guy is anymore. Like, I don't know if he's human or what. And, like, this is where, like, like the movie really does kind of fall off the rails. <laughs> like, it really does. It's one of the few, and I will rarely say this, because in most cases, I always love when a movie under-tells you something. Like, yes. basically yeah, leaves yeah. up a suggestion. But in this one, you're like... Just give me a little more. You know, just give me a little <laughs> more information. Like, like, give yeah. me something. I'm completely like, lost. Yeah. And, like, I think he was very, like, he's trying to go over that, let your imagination do most of the work. Yes. Yeah. But even then, I guess this is a lesson on, there's some kind of level, balance to that, too. There right? is. I, like, you have to, I just, feel like he, there's, there's, what is there to him to leave, uh, for you to discover, though? I feel like that's a problem. That's a, that is there's, a problem. There's nothing for you to, like, it's, think about, like. It uh, feels like, very simple, but also, like, like you're left uh, think like, about, wanting like, to know more. Someone like Antonioni, who does that a lot. But he he has many themes that you can easily think about uh, yes. when he leaves up yes. to interpretation. And the and questions I come from away from an Antonio movie are very clear, at least. Like, these are the kind of questions I'm asking myself. Yes, yes. This movie is just like, why? Like, why? That, the only yeah. question I ask myself after the movie is, like, like why? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why was it slow the whole time? Why... Couldn't she just walk out faster, basically? Why couldn't she walk out faster? <laughs> we'll see. Look as good. It definitely yeah. wouldn't look as good. It wouldn't it match was... the music. Uh, it wouldn't match the music. <laughs> well, that that that's more like that's definitely an aesthetic choice, in my opinion. Oh, it is, and that's why but, like you can still see the for me at least like I don't hate it as much as Luke. No, me either. To me, yeah. you can still see the bones. Like you can still yes. see the form of. of I like man. how he's, he's trying to be patient. Yes. He's at least using the scores, the synth score as well. You know, to some degree. Yeah, this like, movie does like not that. need to be an hour fifty though, for sure. No, like it's that. way too long, yeah, way too. No, an hour thirty. Yeah, like. Yeah, because because the first, like I said, I think it was around the hour mark or the fifty yeah, mark. Like whenever, saying, yeah. whenever that scene of of like we we actually get the first kind of substance in the movie of like what the fuck's even going on kind of <laughs> is like at the hour mark, and then after that, just like you we still don't get know her what's going at least on. some. Int- like with the interrogation scene, scene. Yeah. interrogation like the scene with the picture yeah and that's a really cool scene i'm glad that you mentioned that because i actually forgot about that scene because like that's whenever we see that she actually is confirmed to have psychic powers at least because like it's another scene where he turns down a knob and the pyramid like goes away that's why that's why i thought it was like something to control her esp powers but like this is like this movie's also very anime in my opinion i don't know okay. very very anime influenced because at least the psychic girl that like kills people like this i don't know it oh, feels yeah, very yeah. anime and the movie in general I mean, just, feels anime. Just like that orange suit that orange suit yeah. oh yeah heavily stylization we've been talking about that can apply to anime a lot. oh yeah right. definitely can. but anime that is the medium though that is the medium yeah. yes. like so that can also be at least more of a good thing <clears throat> in certain cases no yeah because that scene of her um killing the the uh, nurse is really good um, yeah, yeah. Because that's like that's one of the scary that's one of the scary scenes in the movie, and it's like a it's a pretty tense scene, and it's really well oh. shot because like she just literally like um, you don't really see anything. Her face starts moving all weird, and yes, then you just know, see the nurse. You just about, see yeah. the nurse like turn around and go like, "I didn't mean it. Please stop." And then like her eyes just like, yeah. And the doctor just cool. like knowing what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, no, like, the doctor wanted that to happen yeah, because yeah, yeah. she found the notebook before yeah. about like what he was trying. <laughs> just that notebook was also just like. That's another scene where it was just like, you're trying to give us something, but I literally don't know what you're trying to do here. I mean, to me, it that one cool, felt like uh, it was just trying to add, like, the whole, the cult just added mm. for the visuals, you know. It, yeah. it has some cool pictures. No, like, it looked really cool. When it, uh, it shows a montage of his notebook or whatever, but. Yeah, the montage of his notebook. No, yeah. Um, But then we can finally get to, like, we should talk about the uh, the thing in the orange suit because that thing is really fucking cool. Okay, yeah, that like, just the, all the shots, just all the shots, yeah, the orange, the guy in the orange suit. Oh, yeah. 
and like the orange helmet stuff okay, yeah. like that just all the shots with that are just fantastic like some of the yeah. best parts in the movie and then whenever she's actually leaving and escaping the place um that's one of the scariest scenes whenever she gets in the elevator she's going down and then the elevator just opens and that thing is literally towering above her like you oh, can't man. see its shoulders in the frame mm-hmm. like it's just like she's looking at his chest and then it takes its face off and you see just like this weird ass like something in there i don't know what that <laughs> see that's another thing where i'm I mean, just like i don't one, know what he's I'm saying it, right but now, it, was cool, it looks so. like the 2001 baby a little bit okay, honestly okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah, 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 yeah. kind of look like that i i i wrote I mean, down in my notes like influences too like, oh yes for sure i mean most a lot a lot no but, no, I think I wrote down like Frostbitten Baby or something in my But see, that's another part where it's definitely just style over substance because you don't know what the fuck that thing even is and he doesn't try explain it, which I kind of like. I kind of like about that part, actually. Because it just lets her go. Like, the thing's not... Like, the thing's there, I think, is supposed to be to keep her in that room or whatever. Yeah. Because it did before. Job, it did. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. Like, just do it wandering around the whole place? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. But yeah, then she escapes and stuff. And this is whenever I, I actually like the ending of this movie. I think that's one of the strong parts of the movie. Because, like, you see, like, Barry Barry goes back home or whatever, takes off his appliances, like I said. And then he's, like, discussing with the uh, with Rosemary. I think that's his mate or something. I don't know what, I don't know what she is. Um, but he's, like, saying, like, I saw God, you know. Like, I saw God. He told me I'm the chosen one. I look, and, and he looked like and him looking through me is like looking at a black rainbow you know like yes. that's where the that's where the okay. title comes from is that yes. and then he proceeds to like kill her because he says like i'm so far above everything in this world yeah. so it's a thing we'll see in mandy yeah. for sure it's the one where yep, he smushed yep. in her eyes yes okay, yep. yeah uh-huh. yeah it's yeah. that scene but like that's the reason why i actually kind of like the ending because i love how he sub- subverts the like this like person that thinks he's so high and mighty and like literally god almost yeah. like this Trippy literally guy. just trips and dies on a rock <laughs> yeah. like i just i love that ending honestly <laughs> I like that. I, I, you like you're saying it does work better, Mandy. It so does work get to Mandy. Like, yes. To me, that one feels more earned. This one, like, it just feels like it just feels the total different. shifts don't feel different. No, yeah. yeah. They're just too different, almost. Like, and I see what you're saying. Like, it just it's supposed to be I just comedic like ending, it. almost. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I just yeah. I just like how well because for her there was no real. Well, I don't know why she doesn't use her ESP powers. Apparently, that she has to just kill him too. I don't know. That's another <laughs> thing that doesn't make sense. Maybe she needs the pyramid. I don't know to use it. I don't know. But um. I don't know. I do. I did just kind of like that, like that, like how it ended because him, like, like a gr- like a man that thinks he's that great, just like needing a teenage girl, basically, and yeah. then like needing her so much, telling her to come to him, and then whenever she doesn't, he like gets his foot stuck and just trips and hits his head on a rock and dies. Like yeah. I don't know. I just kind of like it. I I thought it was funny. It's and a I think it's supposed. To, I think it's supposed to be. I I, and I I don't know. I thought it worked for the movie, but I don't know if he would agree with you if it's, he thinks it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, I'm not well, gonna... you think of... she laughs though. She, she literally laughs, laugh, yes. <laughs> because she's like, "This is what it took for me to basically be free," you know, like yeah, yeah. a twist, like like God watching out for her, basically. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good reason for that. I don't know. And then she, and then it just ends like the literal last shot is her just walking into the actual real world again. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, that's just a very ambiguous ending, just like the entire movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we obviously, or I, I, me and Danny used to like this movie quite a bit, actually. Like, yeah, I liked yeah. it enough to buy the Blu-ray, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but watching it a second time, and we watched this probably five, four, four years ago. I think 2018 least. I watched Yeah, it. four years ago, I'm pretty sure. So we've definitely watched a lot more movies since then, too, but this time I definitely felt the style was not enough to overcome the lack of substance, because okay. sometimes it is, sometimes it is for me. 
Yeah, but okay. this time it that's wasn't. honestly a better turn than the regular style over substance. I feel like yeah, I, I, that's a better like yeah, be, be, a better term. For, a better way to say it. Yeah, better way to say it. But, yeah, but we can just go on ahead and get into the better movie, um, <laughs> Mandy, the one I also didn't take notes on because we watched all we all watched this one together actually yeah, on Sunday, which is, which is awesome. Let's see if we can recall it. <laughs> Let's see if we can recall this at all. Um, no, so Mandy is one of. It's honestly one of my one of, one of my I don't want to say one of my favorite movies, but I do really love Mandy a lot. It's one of the ones that um, at least made me want to watch Panos Cosmatos Beyond the Black Rainbow. Um, it's one of the ones that kind of got me more into like this visual style of horror, of like this visual like just kind of like you know like the like the like the, yeah. like the acid type of horror you know okay, yes. almost like that I don't know hallucinogenic yeah hallucinogenic horror. Because like after this, I think I watched uh, a Feel in England too, which yeah, is really yeah, good. Yeah. But um, which one? A Feel in England. I think I watched oh, that yeah, after that's... this too, which was really good. That's Ben Wheatley. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. But what we were saying, as we were saying with Beyond the Black Rainbow, at least what I was saying with Beyond the Black Rainbow is it doesn't really give you a reason to care, and that is the big thing that changed in Mandy, in my opinion, because he spends, whereas in the whereas in Beyond the Black Rainbow, he spends a lot of time setting that movie up for to say nothing. This one, he spends a lot of time just with Mandy and Red at their house, like it. like building up their relationship and making you realize like why so yeah. like they need each other and they do have these scenes of talking about like their broken kind of like kind of like their past, like they do have these scenes about their past and stuff and like yeah. kind of why they're drawn together, yeah. and it really works probably because of um. Nick Cage and what is the girl's name? I always forget her name. Angela Risenborough. Yeah, Risenborough is her last name. Um. It really works because their chemistry is great together. I just like how he like jumps between moments. He's not they're not really connected. He just kinda no, jumps yeah. between them, you know. It feels and her very name is space, Andrea Riseborough. Andrea Riseborough. It feels very like spacey and like mm-hmm. uh, lucid basically. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and uh at least compared to the last one, like the visuals feel more at least fun in this one, at least for the first half or first third. Because in Beyond the Black Rainbow, she's from the very beginning of the movie, she's trapped. Yes. It's almost like a tense situation, you know? Yeah. And this one, it's like, at least you get to enjoy their time together, at least, you know, with the visuals. Almost like a... It is like... A, it's like a classic horror movie, you know, where you see it the is, yeah. um, family... You see a happy family before they get killed. Yeah. But this one, you spend uh, a little more time with them. And it feels yeah. at least a little yeah. more real, like, why they would end up in the forest together alone. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah, you, you get empathy for the characters. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which you didn't get beyond the Black Rainbow. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. And it definitely does help the actors that he has for them too. And my well, opinion, see, that's a least, big. But... Oh, that's a huge thing too. Yeah, especially yeah, honestly, both of them. Yeah, yeah, because well, because like if if Andrea Riseborough wasn't as great as she is as Mandy, I don't know if this movie would have worked as well as it did. At and least one for me, scene but... specifically too. Yes. With the, well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll that's one of the best scenes. Um, it's my favorite scene. But yeah, because like so, I think the first thirty minutes of this movie, at least is just their relationship and then we finally get the title card of like children of like the children of the new dawn mm-hmm. um coming in and then like we see them for the first time this is the cult this is like this is another thing that he just made better from the from beyond the black rainbow like he actually has in this one more of a vision for what he's wanting to do with this cult yeah. because at this point the cult is fully formed they're all there they have people already completely bought into the cult already completely under this guy's control and We'll get to this later in the movie, but you actually see stuff that people in real life were doing 
to induct people into cults. Like they would actually drug and loose and like mm. they, they would try to drug yes, like they yes. would they would abduct people and drug them to inter, to induct them into their cults. And it's drug them so much to where yes, you know, to where like they, they, leave, they yeah. well, well it's not even they can't leave, it's just like they fuck their brains at that yeah, point. Yeah, you know? so like, to where they can't leave. To where they can't leave. Where they're like they don't know what's happening. They have to rely on the drug, you know, because yeah, they're addicted yeah. to it. Yeah. Like he actually had like this it's more it's more realistic. Like well, as much made, as this movie can be realistic, this is at least a realistic opening, you know. Okay. And and you saying that made me like how I mentioned earlier how he's trying, at least in my opinion, he's trying to make the connection between that male figure that wants to dominate women to yes. how how cult operates yes. with the subjects, right? Yes, and there's that, a lot of those forms of better. addiction and that yeah. kind of right, you know, making you rely on the. It's person. way more coherent. Yes, yes, and it makes it uh, just it works very perfectly, right? Yes, uh, and it's also probably because of the one. because of the act. Well, I honestly thought the actor for Barry was decent because he is really fucking creepy. Yeah, true. but um, this one Jeremiah. <laughs> The guy who plays Jeremiah is really good because he really brings this like this ego that okay, that yeah. is necessary for a cult leader to work because like we can just get to the scene that we're ta- that we're talking about the best scene like one of the best scenes of the movie whenever they do a finally abduct Mandy or like um well they like first they call the Cenobites which is an amazing yeah, scene we have, yeah we can't yes, forget we, that, we can't yes. forget that <laughs> scene because that is an amazing scene just like this is the stuff that works for me where you don't have to explain anything yes, because you're yes. just like they, the, he just has like a horn of yes. some fucking shit. I'm just yeah. like, yes. I, I don't tell me anything. I love this shit. Yeah, like this yeah. is this but, is why like, I die for. They're like for. Hellraiser. Like yeah, literally Hellraiser, Hellraiser stuff. Like it's definitely shit, yeah. it's definitely inspired by Cenobites from Hell from Hellraiser for sure. So they call them, and then like those are the people that abduct Mandy and Red. In a really really intense scene, honestly, because like, the, I the, anything with like strobe lighting just makes me kind of freak out because like. I don't have seizures or anything like that, but that strobe lying shit, it just, like, it gives me a headache. So you're talking about when the scene when they abduct Whenever them. they actually abduct Oh, I just them, love yeah. that. I love those shots, though. Yes. Like, I think he really uses lights, uh, lighting really well in both movies, but yes. this one is just insane. All the different filters yeah. and uh, gels oh, yeah, and stuff yeah. they use. Like, I don't know, it just fits the mood of the movie, like you're saying, the kind of uh, acidic, hallucinogenic, yes. whatever word you want to use. Phantasmagoric. Yeah, because after they're abducted, we um get the scene with man with them with what what we were talking about about like what cults would actually do. Like, they gave her at least a version of LSD. This is apparently at least in the movie's terms, this is one of the uh, most potent versions of LSD because that's what when after after like later on in the movie, Red goes to a, to a friend to get weapons, and the friend yeah, tells him like there are these like hippies yes. that let, his or Lucia, there's this his like Lucius Fox. Yeah, his Lucius basically. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a good that's a good, I that's said a good that way to put it. Uh, that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, because he basically just tells him that there's like this acid maker that makes like an acid that just yeah, but make, they also, breaks uh, your brain almost. They also but... um, have a scorpion. Yeah, it's a hornet. It. It's oh, a hornet. hornet. Yeah, hornet? like okay. there's a hornet that they sting you also, which like that scene of them forcing her to take acid through like with an eye drop because yeah. that's how a lot of people would do it, obviously, yeah. with, with an eye drop. And then um, just like I hate anything with like needles, and like yeah. we should have talked about the needle scene beyond the black rainbow with him stabbing the doctor with that uh, syringe between the toes because that seems really creepy uh, another another type of the thing of something like in the thing where john carpenter was like anytime people watch needles like shit like that it's always like yeah, something right worse than it. like actual horror yeah but um what were we talking about before i before i got to that we were talking about needles and shit well, yeah the, her, the hornet, her, the yeah, hornet sting yeah. yeah so like the hornet sting uh yeah they sting her with the hornet and like this is also where this um waking dream that he's that he was doing in like beyond the black rainbow works so much better in this movie 
because of, I think he's just I, at this point he's obviously just grown as a filmmaker as we've been talking. But the cinematography and the lighting in these scenes and the music in these scenes compared to Beyond the Black Rainbow is just like a mm-hmm. like a few tiers above. Yeah, and you know? uh, kind of speaking on that, I'm gonna look up Mandy's, but because I, uh, I looked at Beyond the Black Rainbow's budget, and we should give it. We should give it yeah, major. Yeah. One point yeah. one million budget it's for insane. Beyond the Black Rainbow for an hour fifty minute film, like you said. Yeah. Um, it's definitely stretching its limits there, but yes. still, like for one point one million budget, like it's amazing. You know, it's kind of crazy. Like, fucking uh, like this Black Adam just came out. That was that cost oh like two hundred. That had a two hundred million budget. Yeah. You know, we're seeing that this weekend, right? Yeah, I, so thought, I thought we bought tickets. We have already. a review coming out next week. That's our next classic series. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. our next classic movie. <laughs> oh, man. oh my god! Oh, but let me look at Mandy's budget really quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, do that. Um, but this is the scene where his like face. But yeah, six million. Yeah, you know, yeah, he, the face he got to change. multiply his budget by six. Six million budget. This wow, one. So. that's honestly insane. This is yeah, only six million movies, budget. Yeah. Like, see, this is why I love Nick Cage because he hasn't taken just a massive pay- pay- paycheck. He'll just do fucking movies. But <laughs> <laughs> especially in, uh, we haven't even mentioned him yet, which is kind of probably our fault. It's because too. it's because but, the first half, yeah, the first right. half of the movie isn't really about him at it's all. A, it's so her movie, at least for the it's first her movie. Third. Yeah, yeah, and it is right. her movie, the entire movie, honestly. But um, and in some ways, this is kind of like it's the transition. It's not exactly a third movie, but it's like her first third. Yes. And then you get him, I mean the cult leader, in the middle third. Yeah. And kind of both of them. Yeah. But then it's Nick Cage, the last third. Oh, yeah. You know? Definitely. So, yeah. I mean, we kind of really haven't got to his best scenes, so. Oh, we haven't gotten to any of his best scenes, because at this point, at this point, all we know is we love Mandy, and Red is a really nice guy. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. like he that's seems like a know, really yeah. great guy. <laughs> that's uh, that's all we know. He's like a gentle giant kind of guy. Literally, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, um, helps, it helps us Nick Cage, too. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. for sure. Um, but continuing on with the scene of her getting drugged and trying to be, and them trying to like induct her at the cult, they bring her in front of Jeremiah drugged, and then this is the stuff that definitely would like, would like this is the stuff that would influence someone to think that this person is greater than like they are, you know, because you're under all these drugs and stuff. His the house that he's in at least is set up at least that shot of her whenever whenever um she's looking up at him. And he's just standing there with the beams behind him, like the beams of the house behind him. It looks like rays of light and like he's trying to be Jesus. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. literally like this is how they would do it to try and make you, um, mm-hmm. to try and make the cult leader seem bigger than life. And then he and then he plays a song he made and she just <laughs> dies laughing. And you have to because it's a hilarious song. It's so yeah. fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And like and once and once she starts laughing. That's whenever I was talking about, like, how Jeremiah is so important in this movie, the actor for Jeremiah, because, like, that ego is so fragile, and it crumbles yeah. so fast, because, mm-hmm. like, he literally, like, undresses in front of her, like, yep. shows yeah. his fucking dick, yeah. and then he's expecting her to have, like, some, like, erotic reaction to this, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. just starts fucking laughing, yeah. dying laughing, and his, and you can just tell his fragile male ego is, like, yeah. is shook by and this. And then he starts beating off. And then he starts being off. Well, trying to. Yeah, trying to. Oh, okay, he doesn't yeah. succeed. Yeah, yeah. But, um... It's like, I mean, this is the whole thing, right? Like, why uh, do men have these insecurities and they yes. do they show them by being over-aggressive or over-authoritarian, uh, like, territorial almost, you know? Yes. And so when, like, he thinks he's already won in this case, right? He's, yes. like, tied up her husband, like, he's drugged her... All the people on the couch are basically like drugged out of their mind, just smiling oh, yeah. and stuff. And he's expecting like her to kind of just join the cult almost. Like, yep. And he's kind of it's like this blind confidence. Like he's just expecting this to happen. It's this blind you know? confidence because he's done it five times before. Well, apparently, yeah, yeah, so. apparently, yeah. Uh, and that's the thing uh, we don't get like flashbacks yes. of it happening to the past or anything, right? Yeah. We're kind of, we kind of just have to assume like how did they even get to this point? Yeah. You know, and it is something you assume because at least at least the young girl 
that pale the young girl in the cult that pale Scott films about, yeah. he films her in a way different light than the oh, other one because she has members. a there's a scary scene with her remember where he's uh it's or this is after with nick cage it's after. tied up okay yeah we'll get there then yeah. but uh i'll just mention no it, yeah like, we can, but, we're, we can okay, just get yeah. into that because like after because because uh, that's like the scene after this well, is like because the reason that scene happens is he's so like He's so shook by this that he basically just has her killed, you know, like burned like a witch. So but yeah, that's what I was saying though. Like, and this was what leads to that male aggression, right? Yes. It's like this is what they're scared of—that reaction yes. that she has. Like, yeah. it's kind of what the whole movie is almost surrounded by, right? Like, this is why he uses drugs. This is why he wants this kind of power. It's because he doesn't want this reaction from women specifically. He can't handle rejection. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, rejection or just like this kind of the fact that a woman might not want him. Yeah. You know, like, and it's obviously done in. The, and this is why he uses the cult metaphor, right? Because it, it works really well as a cult, yes. right? Like a cult leader having this kind of blind arrogance about them that only people in the cult can see, right? Or actually mm-hmm. think of them as uh, positive instead of yeah. just, uh, you know, the male ego. The male out, ego. You know, like, the, the male ego. Gym, like literally gym. just realizing how pathetic this man is. Yes, and that's like yes. why Mandy's so amazing. Like why Mandy, like her in general, is so amazing because she realizes that immediately. Like, And, but the, and then we're going to keep going. And this is why I kind of think I really like the movie because it also has a certain honesty about it, right? Because the next scene, she dies. Yes. Because she kind of has to die because of that reaction. Yeah. Right? Like, she kept her... Um, I don't know how you want to say it, but... If she would have followed along, she might have been able to escape. And, uh, with, escape a lesser, or... with a lesser movie called Mandy, Yes. and without Nick Cage. Like, if Nick Cage wasn't yeah. the lead, like, if it was some no-name, like, you might have actually thought... It becomes she a would... slasher movie, right? Exactly. You might have actually thought she would be, like, the one getting out of this, yes. you know? Like, yes. she would be the one committing all these, cro- like, atrocities, like, after... Or Nick Cage is doing it for her... While she's still in prison. Or well, something. I'm just That's more yeah, so yeah. saying. I'm just no, more no, so I'm saying seen. she's like she's like she knows she knows how to deal with drugs, so she's just gonna let the shit wear off, and then whenever she's lucid again, she'll go out and like fuck this whole. Up. Uh, I've known about this movie since like 2019, and I always thought it was basically he was trying to like. Rescue her. I See, that's I what thought, I thought. Like, oh, lesser okay. movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Nick Cage is rescuing her, and she's uh, just trapped or something. Yeah, yeah that's what know. I thought it was gonna be. But... And that's what I'm saying. It, it it really makes drives the home point the point home. What the fact that he kills her, because that's the real world we live in, right? Yes. Uh, we do live in a male-dominated world where men do get to win a lot of the times, right? And they do get to uh, control women. And so the fact that he kills her, like, it still gives her like it, it sounds weird to say it as like a moral victory, but that's what she gets, right? Like in the it real is, world, yeah. she still dies, yeah. and Nick Cage still has to watch it happen. But then we get our our kind of like movie resolution. Obviously, it's through, what through it's, the horror movie aspect yeah. of the second. It's half. what makes the revenge part of this movie so fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Is because we can, are completely bought into her, you know, yes. yeah. as a person, basically. Uh, but not only that, but it's like we it's it's okay. We, I want to get your guys' thought on this because we do get the happy ending, but it's also kind of his descent into hell. Yeah, awesome. you know, it literally is his descent to hell. Like there, hell, there's like you know, demons basically. What are the Hellraiser creatures? I don't know what you were calling them. Cinevites. Yeah, Cinevites, that's what called, okay. yeah. And even the people, the cult, obviously. Yeah. Like, it kind of is his descent into hell. And we're going to, we can, we'll just start looking at Nick Cage, obviously. This yeah, is his, because. This is his third of the movie. It now. is, yeah. Um, you know, he gets to escape. Like, it just looks terrible how he escapes. Like It does. Well, because first he has to just watch her get burned, obviously. Which well, yeah. that scene in general is very, very heartbreaking. Because yeah. literally, we're, we love Mandy at this point, obviously. And we're just watching all the cult members like celebrate and point and laugh at her except for the except for that one the one young one i was talking about 
the one uh, younger girl that yes, was in the cold. Yeah. She's just walking, watching kind of like, kind of like this is what she, this like she's like kind of looking at what she would have been like if she would have been like Mandy almost, mm-hmm. like she would have been dead. But uh, and then you just see red, and then yeah, he he ends up escaping. He's tied to like logs with barbed wire and shit, and he ends up escaping just because he gets so bloody that he gets slippery enough to escape. Um, but I can't remember. The bathroom scene happens directly after he escapes, right? Yes, yes, he yes. goes into the house. Okay, because this is one of the best scenes in the movie, for sure, is the bathroom scene. Because they just leave him there. They think he's just going to die tied up there, I guess. Um, which, I mean, if, if you had barbed wire, if you had a guy tied up with barbed wire, you probably would assume the, thing, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but he escapes, goes in the house. He has, he goes in the bathroom. I think he kills... Does, does someone there that he kills? Um, yes, I can't remember. I think does. there's someone he in does. the house that he kills. Yeah. But the bathroom scene is one of the best scenes in the movie because, like, Nick Cage just... It's just him drinking an entire bottle of vodka. Yep. We've, all been, we've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. And just, like, literally letting all the emotion out yes. before he can figure out kind of what to do, you know? Yeah. Because we all have these moments where something bad's happened, and then mm-hmm. you just have to, like, let the emotions wash over you, and then you can figure out, like, what you need to do, you know? Yeah. No, it's, like, one of the... It's it's such a raw, honest emotion scene. Because, yeah. like, like you're saying, it, even though the movie itself feels extreme in what's happening that moment feels very real. You know, just a, a guy in his bathroom drinking vodka, just, like, he has no other way to express, like, how he's feeling except for just this mixture of, like, crying and yelling. This mixture of crying, of, like, <laughs> sadness and rage. Yes, so. yes, exactly. He goes back and forth. It's honestly an amazing scene. It's an like, amazing not scene. Not just, like, honestly, we were kind of mentioning it earlier when Luke was talking about, like, people might overly focus on the style and just say it's style over substance. Like, I could see, pe- like, a lot of people do that with this scene. Yes. Where they just, like, yeah. say, oh, see, this is, like, a Nick Cage scene, you know, he's going crazy, like, it's not but though. really, it is. Yeah. But that's why it works because uh, the, the director, like Nick Cage, is a great actor. You know, yes, he is yes. like not just a joke actor. He actually is a great actor. But you have to have a great director or a good director that uses him, right? So like, it feels like the perfect combination of a Nick Cage going crazy as an acting scene, but in a real like, a realistic feeling motion uh, scene. It's you know? going crazy, but it's a realistic yes, feel, yes. like going crazy. It has the combination of that. Oh, it's Chris. It's uh, Nicholas Cage like doing what he does best. But also, it fits the the content of the movie. Yeah. You know, like, and it does feel very real, like like you're saying. You know, honestly, like, way less stuff, uh, way less bad stuff could happen to us if we could still have that same kind of reaction. Oh yeah, you know? for sure. Well, I mean, fucking, I go home after work with someone and want to drink an entire bottle of vodka yes, sometimes. Yeah. So. You know, so, like your best player in fantasy gets injured, and like that's. I mean, yes, exactly. Like, like me. No, so after this scene. Um, he goes to his friend. He goes to his friend. Um, yeah, his Lucius Fox. Yeah, his Lucius Fox. Um, he just lives in a trailer home or whatever. He's literally just goes there for information and to pick up weapons. And he and tells love, them. Okay. And I love this scene because it kind of suggests like Nicholas Cage's past, yeah. not ever giving us anything. Yeah. Like, okay, this guy was clearly some kind of like. Honestly, the whole world itself is it Earth? Probably. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> it looks like a weird var- yeah. variation of Earth. Like at the beginning of the movie, he's listening to a radio broadcast yeah. with R- Ron Reagan. Yeah. yeah. So like we know it's. It's definitely ones. on Earth. Yeah. Because yeah. like it's it's uh, they're Earth. in it's Earth. they're in some type of mountains. Like that's a Absolutely. real mountain. It's a real mountain range that we have in America. I'm pretty oh, sure, but I can't. It, I don't know. It could just be that everyone's on drugs. But, exactly. But, uh, that's that's how I was. The cult's on harder drugs. Well, because know? we'll get to it. Like well, actually, we're actually about to get to it, but um. But Nick Cage does take acid eventually. But, uh, um, no, 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 yeah. But not yet. Um, so, like, after he gets the information from his friend that there, there are, like, these, like, there's this cult kind of starting, and, like, they have gotten really fucked up because there's this, like, new acid maker, 
or like new LSD dealer. That's that makes this really potent version of LSD that if you take it like once you get like really weird and stuff like that. And that's apparently what these like I don't know if he was saying let let like that's what the Cenobites were or if that's what well, Jeremiah that was. So um, well, he gives the story of they uh, someone made like a they bad like batch. Paint. Yeah, yeah, a they bad made, batch. That's what. Yeah, it was, they were trying yeah. to fuck them up, but then like they were trying to kill them. But they actually but liked. They it. actually liked it, but it just really fucked them up. Yeah, they liked pain and stuff yes, like yes. that. So. Yes. Yeah, because I think he's talking about because I think the Cenobites in this movie are not actually from hell. Obviously, they're 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 supposed to be like a bad well, they're batch supposed to be they're supposed to be the realistic version of someone yes. that's gone into hell, right? Yeah, because they're, they're like a biker. Like, they're they're not like human, a biker game. You know? Oh, they're definitely not. I human, mean, think yeah. about what they're doing in the movie. You know, yeah. so they're definitely like it's not hell like you would see in a classic horror movie, but it is. It's they're basically hellish creatures. You know, they are hellish creatures. But it, sure. it would be like it's kind of like at least Cosmatos being like, what if someone took a shit ton of acid and all these drugs? And I mean, it happens. So. Yes, yes. Not, like, not that this extreme, probably, but yes, yes. <laughs> but, yeah. to make it at least a little bit more realistic. Thankfully, um, as we said already a few times this this episode. But yeah, after he gets done with that, he um he goes to hunt them down. Finally, this is where the revenge, like the re- the entirety of the rest of this movie, is just all revenge. And I feel like this part like went by like pretty fast it does go yeah. by extremely fast well because like his pacing in this one is also so much better than beyond the black rainbow <laughs> like like it's it's you can't overstate how much better the pacing is in this movie because of, because things are actually happening well because i like um and i kind of like the well i think it makes sense to think about it kind of like in thirds because yes. beyond the black rainbow almost feels like just one like a girl trying to leave the prison you yeah know? And we get some interesting visuals uh, with the Doctor and in between a little bit. But this one kind of feels like uh, her moving the first, and then kind of like we see the cult in the middle, and then we get the revenge thing, a uh, revenge slasher movie in that last yeah. third. Yeah. So it does feel like we're getting different stuff in the movie. Even if, if you were just describing the plot, it would be sound kind of basic. Yes. Cult yeah. steals woman and kills her, and then guy goes for revenge. You know, like, yeah. it doesn't sound that hard to describe. But when you watch it, it does feel like you're getting a lot of new interesting stuff, like every time you see something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because as we see, he goes to hunt the Cenobites, and um, the first one he takes down, he's just watching them. He he literally has tracked them. Like at least that's the assumption we get. Is his past life is at least like some maybe some like an army, an army or something. But what are you okay, no. Uh, so th- is it after he kills the Cenobites where we meet the LSD maker and is like weird? Pre- okay, it's after. I'm that. pretty sure that's after right. the Cenobites, and then he goes to find the Jeremiah. And that's the and last one. And that's who one. tells him where Jeremiah is. Yeah, okay. because um, yes, the first, right. that first he goes to the Cenobites and he um kills the first or he shoots the first one with the arrow, and then he runs over him with the car and gets captured again, <laughs> um, and then he has to escape again. Yeah. And this is the this is the one where he actually does kill a few Cenobites. Um, he I kind of like that... their scene, this scene too, because it just shows like, and this is what makes them different to me than just pure demons, like you were, we were saying yes. earlier, right? Because it shows like their human aspect yeah like they're just like just an awful looking house this guy's just like watching porn on his tv yeah you know just like at, like he's watching like a tv show yep you know like this is like how terrible these people like just like just disgusting these people are you know there's like two people on the bed just like passed out you know like there's all the whole kitchen's a mess like he i think at least a little bit he shows like the human aspect of these people you know yes that, oh, like sure. a normal demon movie would just be like it would just look like hell you know, yeah, it's just like yeah. the image of telling how. Yeah, no, this like, literally just looks like a uh, like a like a heroin dinner or something. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it, but does, yeah. it looks like a, just a more not pleasant human place to be. 
you oh, know, instead yeah, of just sure. a hell place, like a like hell or something, like you would expect they were from. Yeah, you can understand. Well, maybe not understand, but you can understand why these people would want to take like LSD, you know, yeah. to, like escape the oh, situation yeah. almost. Yeah. But um, the at least the scene of with the 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 guy watching porn, that scene of him killing him is really fucking cool because he just cuts his, his throat open with a knife and all the blood just spills over him. Oh, and this yeah. is whenever we get another Nick Cage in an air quotes scene where he just goes like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, see, oh, thing, yeah. he's gone. Uh, he's he's gone. I think at this point he's basically gone. You know, he's this gone. Is, well, it's he, after it's after this point where he's fully him. gone because yeah. after he cuts the thing's throat, he like sees the uh, like a like an eye drop thing, and he just licks it. And then we get that really cool sequence of him like his his brain like melting yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. He's like like his mind's been opened almost. Because I think because this is I'm supposed not 100% to be sure. that. I think there's some similar sure. shots between what this shows in his little montage thing and in, in the doctors. Uh, in Beyond the Black Rainbow. I think so. At least because, it's similar, uh, at least. And because I'll just I'll mention now because I don't want to forget at the very end. Because remember, it's towards the ending of Beyond the Black Rainbow when the doctor's in his car. Yes, I, I, I have that in my notes. Okay, I have okay, that in good, my okay. notes. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure. About, okay. Yeah, where the doctor like stares at the camera directly. Yes, he does that. He Nick does Cage, that. Obviously, uh, I think I'm going to use that as a YouTube picture. So if you're he does that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the bet my favorite shot. In the yeah, movie. But, <laughs> that's kind of like you know he is Beyond the Black Rainbow. <laughs> because well, we should. I'm uh, yeah. Okay, we'll we'll just we'll put that on the okay. back burner for now. Um, Sorry, we got too excited. Yeah, we got too excited because that's a really great scene. Um, we also haven't mentioned that they, that in between all these like title cards of like Mandy, the Children of the Dawn, or at least like after Mandy dies, like we actually see because before whenever they're still together at the house, Nick Cage wakes up for, or Red wakes up from a bad dream, and she says, "Were you having a nightmare?" And then every time we see the animated sequences, at least that's supposed to be at least my ver. Like maybe that's the bad dream he was having almost, you know? Like because all we these never are see dreams. Her, um, because for the whole time he's chasing her, he never sees her in live action. At least on the no, movie. yeah. He only sees her as animation. Yeah. Until the very end, after he kills the uh, the cult leader, then we see her obviously in the car. Yeah. He sees her, you know, yeah. in in a, as a real person again. Mm-hmm. So you know, like it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because all the animated. We, I'm glad. I'm glad I remember that because I didn't want to forget the animated parts. But yeah. um, we finally like after he kill he kills the Cenobites, we go to the LSD maker, and this is where he finds out where Jeremiah is. I don't remember how he kills the LSD maker. I know he does kill him, but I don't remember how. I think he just cuts his head off with an axe. Or oh, we forgot the axe. We forgot about yeah, him forging the axe. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. music. That's also. Yeah, I no. think that's gonna be the music I play at the end of the. Uh, yeah, no, he forges a literal axe, which is just like on the score. It's awesome called forging the beast. Yeah, he is yeah. forging a beast. For yeah. sure. I don't know if it's as good as the end game, Avengers End Game. Oh my gosh! Get off the podcast! Get out of here! Not gonna... <laughs> Damn, I love how that. You know, movie references. You're such a good. You're such an expert on it. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a PhD Honestly, in film do, studies. Like, a YouTube channel of, like. <laughs> Trying to compare Marvel shots to like classic movies. Like, just, <laughs> Honestly, just to troll people. Bro, you give me good ideas. You oh, give me good ideas. <laughs> Trademark. No, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, now that we mentioned that again, he kills the LSD maker, and the LSD maker tells him kind of, kind of where to find the dog, or, or where to find Jeremiah, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, we finally get him going after Jeremiah, um, and all this stuff, all the stuff from the from like ever since he's gotten out to this point is just like. All really well lit, really cool, really, just really cool shit. Like at this point, he's like completely bloody, and the blood never leaves in the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, like red, orange, like yeah, s- yeah, red and yellow. Uh, yeah, and there's a reason his name's probably called Red. But uh, <laughs> yep, yeah. but yeah, he gets he, he he's driving up to like where they are or where the cult resides, 
he sees like someone sitting near around a fireplace. He shoots them through the through the uh, neck with an arrow. Goes over there. The guy's not dead because that's also a cinnabite apparently. And um, he ends up he ends up beating him, cuts his head off with an axe, which is really cool because this is another scene where like the guy the the creature there is like saying she's still burning in hell, yeah, you know, yeah, before yeah. he like uh, before he kicks him into literally to where he's burning mm-hmm. as well. Um, then we get the chainsaw duel, which is fucking awesome. Okay. I love that scene so much. I think it is mine too. Yeah. Because it's just like the confidence he has. He picks up the chainsaw. And he's like, oh yeah. Yes. Well, because it's like it's like the army of dark or like the uh, Evil Dead Two type of thing or Army of Darkness type of thing where he finds the chainsaw. But I don't know. It's, it's no, especially because his chainsaw's not working. Yeah, yeah like he's uh, like, well, it's like it's the first, it's the slasher. It's the slasher thing if he's literally walking up behind someone trying to like scare them by like starting up the chainsaw <laughs> and it's just not starting. And then the guy, it's just a perfect way to like reveal the chainsaw because he's just sitting there on a log, and then he sees him coming over with the chainsaw and he yeah, just slowly is. pulls out a chainsaw from behind the oh, log. It's that's funny. funny. It's like one of the funniest moments. Yeah, because. He has a bigger chainsaw, of course. Like, yeah. I think Nick Cage's face is almost like, oh, of course. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's, right it's hilarious. Like, like, it's like he's almost walking up, like he has like an amazing idea to come yes. up with a chainsaw, and then the fact that the guy pulls out a bigger chainsaw, like right behind him. It's so fun. It's like it's it's such a funny scene, honestly. And it's a great fight. It's a great scene. fight scene too. It's a great fight scene because Nick Cage's chainsaw doesn't work for a long time. It finally, ends up working. Um, and then he ends. I think he ends up just knocking the guy over onto his own chainsaw. Yeah, he but, like wraps him with the chain. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It's a cool. Uh, it's a really cool kill scene too. It's a really cool kill scene. Um, and then after that, we get to like him killing the actual cult members. Um, I don't remember in what way they fall. Yeah, I they all people, die. I people dying. Honestly. They all die. Um, the most satisfying ones are probably the. Well, I think he lets that one girl I, that's go. That's what I was just about to say. He lets, he lets that one he girl, lets girl go girl while he go. kills the other guy because I hate that guy. He's one. That was one of the most satisfying. He, to me whenever he, he does just the shoves same the. Eye thing. He squeezes by his face. Or that something. was just, that was Jeremiah. This is the one where he he st- where he finds them on like uh, the girl and that older dude on no, the road. That, yeah, no, that's what I was talking about. He doesn't would... crush his face in. He stabs him through oh, the throat right, with his right, axe, right, right. and that's also a callback to Beyond the Black Rainbow because that's one of the things that the guy does at the very end of the movie to the fat guy. Um, he stabs him through the throat with his dagger. Okay. But um, no, dude, because I love I he that guy's face like throughout the movie is one of my favorites too. He's got, yeah, honestly, he's got a very creepy face because this is a guy that you could believe wasn't tricked into being in this cult. You know. Well, that's the thing. It's yeah. like that's why I mean cults are tricky. Like, where do you draw the line between being tricked versus someone that really wants to do it? Yeah. Right, because a lot of people in cults want to be there. You yeah. Know? It's free yeah. will technically. Like, you can't just kick someone out of a cult, uh, because you know they're a person that's saying they want to be there so it's a it's a gray area between tricked and you know, yeah uh, i mean this is at least at least this guy is like jeremiah's main disciple yes, you would yes. assume because you know. uh this is and it kind of relates to this scene too because you know how he leaves the girl alive yeah. and you could ask why he does that and i don't know if they ever say this in the movie but i kind of got the impression that she was uh the Amanda. daughter oh. no, she was the daughter of that the older woman Oh, interesting. I didn't get that. I thought just from I, at the least... way they they look at each other and stuff. Cause she and, I, and that's why I think like she might uh, he might have shown mercy to her because he saw her and was like she really doesn't have that kind of choice that those other two had, or maybe the other some of the other people did. I thought of her as just another Mandy kind of that just decide or that just didn't have the strength kind of to just laugh in his face almost. Yes. Where she kind of, I, that's true. I mean, that's I don't know, true too. but I do. I do like yours too. No, like like yours. No. she just can't. She literally can't escape almost. Yes. Yeah. Like she was born into it. 
yeah. while the other people have choices. Yeah, know? I don't know, because the old lady in this, she's also another, she's the last person to die, and she's a very satisfying death scene, because we see, we don't even see her death scene, we just see her head, yeah, of, yeah. her head later. <laughs> but she's, she's trying <laughs> to seduce him and shit, but... This is where, like, uh, it relates kind of to what the Beyond the Black Rainbow ending, where, like, we get the guy that's been leading up as this huge cult figure just dying kind of like comedic death. Yes. But like his reaction to the head is how you know it's not going to be a normal ending. Exactly. Right? Because like when he just screams like, like ah! <laughs> it's fucking hilarious because he's just yeah. like he's just like do not come any yeah, further you, think, like, you are entering the presence of God. Yes. Yes. And then Decay just throws the head in there he's like ooh. Because <laughs> you would expect like if it was like trying to take itself you know like trying to build him up as a, a bat. If it was an A twenty four movie. Or I was oh, thinking more just like okay. a, I don't know, I don't know, name your movie anyway, just like classic bad. I'm just saying that, know? like, the very end of Mandy is literally an A24 movie, but way better. Like, okay. like tell me Midsommar yeah. didn't do this fucking thing, but, like, just, like, worse. Like, the ending of Midsommar is literally the same fucking thing. Like, That's why I disagree. This movie kind of has... It, it has a climax, but it feels anticlimactic. No, I mean, I know? mean, just, like, the chapel burning in the background. Okay, like, that, no, like, just that shot in general. Shot. I think there's different meanings behind both yeah there in Midsommar it's yeah. her basically letting go of uh, it's like good for her moment you know? her letting go they're of both that... a good for them moments that's the thing for... that's where I disagree uh, with what do you Cage. think the red is I think Nick Cage is literally just that's the point where he's like gone fully mad I don't think he's gone he's fully gone mad because at least whenever like at least to me whenever he kills Jeremiah like cause he smushes his face yeah, in yeah. like whenever he's actually done and this is another thing because, like, right before, right before he actually kills him, he's like, "I'll suck your dick, man." Yeah. And then, like, he's literally on the ground on his knees right in front of him, and he crushes his head. And then Nick Cage was like, "Oh." Oh yeah. It's not the so way it's literally like it's literally like he's no, it's trying, his like it's his release, his you know? It's, yeah, they're it's both totally. they're both releases for these characters, yes. you know? Yes. But I mean, like, I was just but, mostly making a joke about the A twenty four show. But it's definitely like the aesthetic, like that's what more so what I was saying, like. They're trying for a certain aesthetic and they don't succeed all the time. Yes. Whereas in this movie, I think it succeeds completely. No, it does. And but this is where I, I don't know if it's positive though. Like Midsummer is trying to say like, oh, she she won. You know, she burned yeah. down the thing. Kind of, she got over it. Like, and, and there is a similarity with this one too. Like you're saying, it is like his release literally at the yeah. end. You know, but I don't know if it's trying to. I don't know if it's saying like you know with him. You know, we'll talk about. You know, we can just mention the yeah, last can, scene obviously. And, him looking into the camera. You know seeing her uh, or looking over it while he's driving he sees her mm-hmm. and then we see his like re- reaction kind of of him looking at her and it's like he's just gone insane oh yeah, yeah for you sure know, like fully smiling and stuff the same like and i mentioned earlier with the doctor and beyond the black rainbow yeah and that's what made me think like i don't think he's like he's gone beyond the black rainbow he's saying oh he doctor, has yeah right sure. and i don't think that's a good thing i don't know uh, yeah Especially like, because the last one of the last shots. Is I don't the... think it's a, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing though either because like this is the only way this movie could have ended is like him yes. basically kind of going. But like, that doesn't mean it's a good thing. It's I don't because, think so. Yeah. Like yeah. he's only, he's saying like Nick Cage was a part of this process, you know, like at least like because those other stuff happened, it turned him into this like process... one of those creatures too almost. Well, know? yes, because he had to do. Well, he took that acid that he turned t- them well, into. Well, that was that's literal version. I'm saying yeah, because I mean, of yeah. because of this stuff, this made him another one of those creatures almost. I don't yeah. know if he's actually going to turn that bad, but I'm saying you know he's up down that path almost. Like, yeah. Because she maybe she was because I mentioned this earlier. We don't really know what his previous life was. No. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like no, we just know that it, there was trauma in both their pasts. Yes. That's all we really know. And it, it kind of makes sense that she would be the one holding him to earth still. 
and maybe this is him going bad. No, and I no, think like that's what's definitely. I definitely think that's what's trying to say because at least, uh, well, whenever they were talking at home before like all this stuff happened, they were asking like what their favorite planets were at Saturn, Jupiter, yes, and those yes. are the two planets I'm pretty sure they're yes, in the that's sky. That's what I was gonna mention. There. Yeah. Okay. So like, um, and this is a kind of another thing. Like, is this even the real world we're seeing, or is this just his? I think it's his, his dream world, for sure. Yeah, his. But world. see, that's why I think maybe yeah. it is his dream because like, because I think. At a certain point, this might all just... Like, this could just be a bad dream. Or an, an acid trip. An acid trip, He takes yeah. the acid, he's actually still in prison or something. Or he's still mm-hmm. locked up, and this is in his head. It wouldn't... And we've mentioned this, like, with Fellini and stuff, where it really doesn't matter at that point. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, if really the movie's matter. taking place in a single character's head, or if it's taking place in the movie, in the movie's world itself, yeah. we're still watching the same movie, you know? But... Does Mandy say anything to him... I can't remember because at, end, at least I want I this is the thing that made me think about it whenever I was watching Beyond the Black Rainbow because I finished Beyond the Black Rainbow today actually and so like I watched that scene literally a couple hours ago and um the doctor looks looks to the right just like just like Red does whenever he looks to the right to look at Mandy and the doctor sees himself there mm-hmm. and he and he and like his normal self with like the hair and the and the, the eyes put back in and stuff and he's just like looking at him and the doctor's looking back and he says you're doing great. Yep. And then, like, I don't know. I, does, I feel like Mandy said something similar to Red, but I can't remember. I think she does. Because I, I think she either. says something like that, which that would also add just to add into what you were kind of yeah. saying about how yeah. this might not be a, a good thing, you know? Yeah, no. Where, yeah. like, this process of, like, just, like, male aggression just leads to more male aggression almost, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm, it's like, just, yeah. 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 I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but that is the end of Mandy. Yeah, just him cool. driving off, and then, like, we just see... The two, the two, the two plants up in the sky. We see that beautiful smile. We see that. that, Oh, we do see that beautiful smile. smile. Yeah. Um. But yes, I definitely love Mandy. It's it's one. It is one of my favorite movies, probably. Um. And definitely, at least this time watching, way way above Beyond the Black Rainbow, which before I did not think that, but this time I definitely think that. Yeah. Um. What about you guys? No, I agree, too. Uh, this is still a really great movie to me, Mandy. Beyond the Black Rainbow really fell for Because I even I didn't know I gave it a four and a half when I rated it. I didn't either. Time. I was surprised <laughs> I was like, that. damn. I was like... Because watching this time, I was like, uh, I was like, when does this get good, you know? Like, yeah, when is, like, kind of, yeah. Black Rainbow? Like, <laughs> yeah. When is this going to start picking up? And it kind of just... just a block, it doesn't just really, air, you yeah. know? Yeah. And this one definitely, like... It, like I said earlier, it kind of... It feels enough... There's enough change in the simple story, visually-wise. Yes. And story-wise, too. To where it keeps me interested the whole time. There's enough change, and it's just like he act, I, he he grew a lot. And like this is the thing with Panos Cosmetos is eight years apart, he doesn't think, make so. he doesn't make a lot of movies. He's only so made like two, he's only made two. two. These are his only features. two movies, and it took seven years. I think seven years. I think and 2011. Letterbox says he has a movie coming out this year, though. I, I did see it. that actually. Yeah. I doubt it, but we'll see. Hey, there's a header for it. Is it eight twenty four? Is it eight twenty four? Also, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think that's this one. This one's only an hour long. Called oh, oh, it's only an hour long. Yeah. The A twenty four one is called Necrocosm, but they haven't had a they don't have a release date for that yet. Okay. Let's see, that's just another thing. A twenty four going after Panos, but yeah. um, I but mean, I mean, okay, him, you know? to go to your point, the, ne- the let me let's read you the description of the A twenty four movie he's making. A phantasmagorical fantasy nightmare set deep within a strange galaxy where two lovers are torn apart as they try to survive a malevolent invasion. I'd watch this stuff. So, so, <laughs> so, like, Mandy just... With yeah. A little different pop. <laughs> it sounds like, yeah, yeah. It's got some similar vibes to a Mandy description, so... Damn. I mean, if he's going to remake the same movie, I'm good with that, you know? 
Me too. Plus, I'm even just visually wise <laughs> to watch a movie. I'm hoping the next this A twenty four one comes in theaters because we didn't get to oh, watch sure. Mandy in theaters. So. No, yeah, we didn't get to uh, watch Mandy in theaters. Just to watch um, one of these kind of visual movies in theaters would be really cool. It would be. What about you, Luke? In this uh, out here, uh, Mandy. With your thoughts, had a great time. Uh, again, I I mean I agree basically with what you guys said. It just it felt more substantial and more had a purpose. I feel like more yeah. than beyond the Black Ranger, which I didn't enjoy really at all. Well, actually, I enjoyed it. Eh, You enjoyed the visuals. Visuals were good. Everything bad. Everything Everything else bad. Uh, But, yeah. I like the score, too. Okay, yeah, (laughs) that that was worse than bad. It was just kind of boring. Yes, boring. Outside of visuals, I mean, which are cool. But even visuals is boring. And like I said, like, I think the pacing in that is definitely, it's for a reason. It's supposed to be that slow because you're supposed to be with her in this type of, like, waking dream, at least in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. And I mean, come on, if you listen to this podcast, you know, like, we're not a, against slow movies. No, we oh, are not against slow movies at all. Yeah, I, I hate, it just, I, really, I hold slower movies to a higher bar, basically. Yeah, I, I hate, know? I hate, like, to me, like, I hate calling movies boring. I, I, I like to challenge myself to think of a different criticism a lot of the time. Yes, like, except I, for, I do actually think this movie is just boring. Like, that's kind of my, my work. I agree. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. But I, I don't want to say it's fully boring, because I do really appreciate one million dollar budget, and it looks it's great. Definitely, it still looks yeah. great, you know, like, so I can't call it boring all the you way. You can't just, hate completely, yeah, obviously. Yeah. It just, it is maybe, because you kind of said it was kind of a, no, actually you were talking about a different movie, but you were saying uh, exhausting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Movie, but this one kind of feels exhausting. Outside of I'll just say I would be way more mad about Beyond the Black Rainbow if he didn't make Mandy because at least it feels like he, it does feel like he heard criticism or at least saw criticism in his own finished movie and decided to fix it, which a lot of directors don't do. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's first movie, so come on. Yeah, yeah. Still, it's his know, first movie. Yeah, eight years apart, so. Yeah. Um. But does someone want to introduce what we're doing next week? Because I still don't really know what we're doing, but. <laughs> I mean, all it is is a director movie draft. Yeah, it's movie our draft. first draft. Okay. Our first draft. I think it's an interesting yeah. way because I mean, we wanted to do a top directors movie list, and then I was like, it'd be kind of too boring, you know. It'd be a lot of the same. It'd be a lot of the same director. Sure. That's true. Yeah. So we want to spice it up to where only one person can pick a director. And we have different categories. We'll have a full like. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Next but week, yeah. yeah, it'll be fun though. Top director. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> you know, it'll, get, it'll get us to think about one of my favorite subjects or all of our favorite subjects. So. Yes. Directors. Yes, sir. But um. Yeah. Right. But uh, but thanks for joining us this week, and uh, until then, I hope we see you floating through the clouds.